Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast, where we're talking all things ads. So if you are a business that has never run ads before, and you're thinking of kind of starting uh, an ads program, social ads program, in order to supercharge your lead generation, then this episode is made specifically for you. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in because there's a couple of really, really important questions that all founders must ask themselves in order to assess if they're actually ready to start running ads. Because the problem is, is that if you start running ads, but you don't have a couple key pieces of your scalable marketing machine, which is your marketing system in place, you're going to be wasting a lot of money, time, energy, effort, etc. So my intention with today's episode is to make sure that you are absolutely um, ready to be welcoming those leads and converting them into paying customers. But before we start, I want to share a really cool resource with you. We're going to be talking about some certain stages of the scalable marketing machine. And if you're curious to know what the scalable marketing machine stages are, you can go ahead and download a free resource, which is a audit that you can do for your own business. Um, It's a template that actually comes with a quick video. It's only about five minutes where I explain in really quick detail, really quickly, the stages of the scalable marketing machine and whether um, and how you can assess whether you have those particular things in your business. It's a really good um, resource accompanying this episode and you can grab that at uglyventures.com. That's U-G-L-I ventures. Dot com backslash audit, A-U-D-I-T. I'll put the link also in the show notes. So let's go get into it. What are these three questions to ask yourself before you running social ads for your business? So again, we're doing all of this preparation to make sure that when the ads are due coming through, they, when the leads are coming through your ads, they're actually going to convert for you, right? Because the point of running these ads are to increase your revenue But that's not going to happen unless these ads that you're getting, sorry, these leads that you're getting for your ads are actually going to convert. And so there's a couple of things that you can do to kind of make sure that you are set up properly. And so I'm going to, uh, next week, I'm going to be actually doing a whole episode specifically on um, how to structure your ad program for success. And this is a formula that I've used again and again to get just thousands of leads for my clients. And I'm going to share that with you. But this is the first step. Okay, so I don't want you to get ahead of yourself. There is this prep work that you need to do. And I'm going to explain in further detail how all of the pieces of this puzzle fit into the larger structure when we uh, talk about it next week. 
So let's go, these three questions. The first question I want you to ask yourself is, do I have a good lead magnet that converts? So I'm sure you know this, but just as a reminder, a lead magnet is going to be something of value that you're giving to a prospective lead in exchange for their email address. We'll consider that prospect a lead once they've actually given us the email address and shown their interest. But what's the problem? A lot of us don't have effective lead magnets, right? Just because we've produced the lead magnet and created the content doesn't mean that it's like quite the content or the communication or the actual thing that your ideal client thinks is really valuable. And so before you start running an ad, I want you to make sure that you have identified at least one or two of lead of the lead magnets that you have in your business that really, really get you great results. So now if you if you're look kind of scratching your head and you're like, well, I don't really know like if my lead magnets are converting or not, spend the time to put those lead magnets through your organic social content and see if people are actually clicking through to them and leaving you their email address. Um, if people are actually engaging or, you know, asking questions about, see how your audience is responding to those lead magnets um, on the organic, that's going to be a free way that you're going to be able to test the effectiveness out. Or you can simply just ask your uh, a current client or an ideal prospective client their opinion on the content of the lead magnet you're going to save a lot of time and money by testing this not once you're in the running the ads um the ways and like all the ways in which you can kind of test the effectiveness of it without spending any other any money is really going to be an awesome way for you to sort of um get those results quicker once you start running the ads and again i'm going to sort of tell you how you're going to incorporate those ads into the lead magnet next week so please tune in next week it's going to be another juicy episode so that first question do you have a good producing lead magnet for you okay you're definitely going to want to spend a little bit of time validating your lead magnet and making sure it's really um producing for you it's really going to convert okay because think about it you know, once we get in front of a lot more people on ads, we're going to need a way to get those email addresses, right? And one of the strategies I talk about next week is how we're going to use that lead magnet to convert um, those ad viewers into leads leaving us email addresses. So the next question you need to ask yourself is, am I nurturing my existing email list with intentional, consistent content? So even if you have a very small email list, okay, I want you to be consistently nurturing them um, before you are running ads. So there's a few reasons for this. Number one is that once you get those leads in from the ads, you're going to have to have a process in place where you are consistently connecting and building the relationship with those leads. And the way that you do that is through your nurture content. So what is nurture content? Nurture content is the value-based content that you're sharing 
I suggest every single week, I think it's important to do this every single week, but it's going, the intention of it is to help build the relationship with your prospect and also kind of bridge that gap for them on, um, you know, create, like helping move them towards that sales uh, into that, that purchase, right? So you're adding valuable content, but then you're also showing them through the content, how your product or service actually alleviates their pain, right? Because our business is really created to help our customers. So we want to be educating them on how our product or service will help them. And so I always, um, the rule of thumb is that you want to be focusing on sort of one piece of, it's called king content. So one of, you know, you can choose only one, right? When we have limited resources and funds, you know, it's, it's not really smart to be just producing tons of content. So I suggest kind of focusing on one medium that you and your team can execute the best. So this could be as simple as just really great weekly emails that add value. That's super simple and inexpensive to execute, but it could be something a little bit more um, involved and complex, like producing a podcast or go like producing a live show on YouTube or on social, but you want your brand to be showing up every single week and you want to be informing that email list when the new content is created. So for example, with this podcast, I produce a podcast each and every week, actually produce two podcasts each week, but I'm emailing my list once a week and sharing with them the content of the new podcast that I just released and encouraging them to take a listen. And all of the content that I make, actually this episode is was created directly from a question that I got from one of my founder friends. Okay. She was trying to understand whether she's ready to start running ads. And so I created into an episode because I'm guessing that there's other founders out there that have a similar question. And so in turn, this is, I can be pretty confident that this is valuable content that I'm sharing. And so you want to be doing the same consistently. And I want this, this process for releasing this content in place before you start running the ads. Because the um, being able to nail down some systems to constant, consistently get out content is really, really important. The last thing you want is to be spending money on ads, getting people on that email list, and then not communicating with them regularly. I mean, it's going to take, at this point, with the attention span that, I, I don't know what the stats are, but I know we have, I think, the attention span of goldfish these days. We need to be repeatedly getting in front of those prospects before it even starts really registering them to them, how our product or service can help them. And so showing up consistently is part of, it's part of the biggest job of your marketing department is to make sure that you're really getting out there and getting your name, your brand, your product, your service out there consistently. Um, so make sure you have that set up because you don't want to be doing that on the back end of your list growing with all these leads. And then you have really no systems in place to nurture them. And then number three, the third and final question I want you to ask yourself before you start running your social ads is, do I have a system in place for asking for the sale? So many founders make the mistake of kind of getting people into their world, getting people into their email list, and then nurturing them forever and never actually asking for the sale. And I think this is sort of a product of 
social media. I think a lot of founders sort of just connect with this need to be on social media, show up as much as possible, give as much value and grow as many followers as you can. This mentality is, is a little bit short-sighted because what, what really actually moves the needle in this marketing system, your scalable marketing machine is built in the process, which is having those nurtured leads that are in your email list, um, exposing them to sales opportunities, to promotion, to your launches. Because when you're communicating these things inside of the inbox, it's much more likely for those prospects to convert, for those leads to convert into sales. Why? Well, if you focus only on social media, right, doing your you know, your campaigns are asking for the sale on social media, you're kind of already in an uphill battle because those social platforms spend a lot of money, a lot of energy and effort keeping you on the platform. They don't want you to leave the platform. They don't want you to click through to a website. It's not beneficial for them. And so while I'm encouraging you, number three, to have a system in place for asking for the sales, this means crafting a sales campaign at least once a quarter. Now, depending on the kind of business that you have, but I suggest quarterly campaigns that are communicating um, like actual, uh, an actual, like getting people into an actual sales funnel. So this could mean like, yeah, you could be, you know, if, you, if your business, it makes sense for you to sort of run some kind of special during certain holidays or whatever, you could do that, but it doesn't have to necessarily be a discount or promotion. It could be as simple as just a series of emails and creative that's shared through a span of time that's communicating the features and the benefits of your product and simply creating um, some excitement um, to buy and, and, and motivation to actually purchase with you. And again, it's like, as you're building and nurturing this list and sort of providing that value and all these things, you're going to be um, asking for the sale to your audience that's just going to be ready, like more ready to buy, more interested in you. Because think about it, if they weren't interested in your business, they would unsubscribe for your, from your email communication, right? So the fact that they're still sticking around on your email communication is a very good um, sign that they are interested in purchasing with you. So you need to have that sale, um, that sort of that vehicle for asking for the sale. And I want you to have that planned out before you start running these ads. And in this whole campaign that I'm asking you to sort of structure, you can use ads eventually as part of that campaign. But again, next week, I'm going to share in more detail a, a structure that you're going to want to put in place to make sure that these ads are super effective. So these are the three questions, right? Just to recap, do you have an effective lead magnet? We're going to need that later when we start running ads. Are, do you have a good, consistent system in place for nurturing your leads? And again, it could be any modality you want to use that's easiest for you to create this kind of consistent content, but you want to make sure that you have that wheel turning long before you start running the ads, because the processes go, of the ads is going to get you in front of a new audience, get new leads on that list. And the majority of those leads are not going to be ready to buy with you. You're going to have to have a system in place for nurturing them, building that like, know, and trust factor. That's going to get them ready to buy with you. And then step 
three, question three is, do I have a system in place for asking for the sale? Do I have my nurture system in place for adding value and building the relationship? But then I also want to have queued up a system, a campaign in place for, you know, within the quarter that you start running the ads, that's going to actually move people into action to purchase with you. So I hope that that helps. If you want me to go into deeper detail on any of these three questions, just simply reply to um, any of my emails. If, I hope you're on my email list, um, or you can always DM me on LinkedIn. I love hearing from um, my founders out there and helping make marketing a little bit easier. Um, and as I said, tune in next week, uh, and I'm gonna really break down the nitty gritty of how you're gonna structure that ad program. And I want you to tune in, especially if, I mean, if you're planning on running those ads yourself, I'm encouraging you not to, unless you're very well versed in them. Um, but to next week's episode is gonna be really important, even if you have an ad manager, because there's a lot of blind spots that I've seen between founders and ad managers, where because you don't have that marketing director as that middle person, um, you may not know the right questions to ask. So next week's episode is going to cover all that, but let's make sure that you build out um, these three uh, little task items that I went through this week to make sure that you are well positioned, well poised to just knock it out of the park when you run those ads. All right, I'll see you back here next week. And remember until then, you don't have to go fast. You just have to keep going because it's those simple, consistent actions that are going to get you to your dream. See you next week. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.